Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. And gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live World One. Your inside look into combat sports. So let it be written. So let it be done. Pull up some dust and sit down. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Pedro Fernandez. My advice to you: start drinking heavily. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated, but never duplicated, 35, no, no, make that 37 plus years now of knocking out all bums. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. For the next two hours, live on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, IRT Radio, and like a thousand other internet platforms. Straight up, we're talking combat sports, both boxing and mixed martial arts. In this first hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, that's right, it's a two-hour edition. In this first hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, we're bringing the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant. After we hear from both the champ. The takeover has taken place, folks. That's right. It's begun. I'm talking about Teofimo Lopez. Now, 16 is zip. Of course, a unanimous decision went earlier last night over Vasil Lomachenko in a bit of an upset. Not a bit of an upset. A 4-1 to one upset. One odds maker had it 5-1. The bottom line is Lomachenko was never in the fight, I thought, as far as scoring rounds was concerned. At the end of the night, I had 8-4, to four, an easy 8-4, to 116-112 for a Teofimo Lopez. In fact, I had it 9-3 to three in rounds, but I gave that extra round to Vasil Lomachenko as a bit of a welfare round. In other words, I felt sorry for him, so I gave him that other round. Straight up, an 8-4 round at the minimum. So for those folks out there like Andre Ward, they had it even, uh, 6-6 after 12 rounds. Andre, I remember when you wore bifuckles. Go back and get some glasses. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
This is Hall of Famer Warren Sapp here to tell you about my favorite sports book, BetUS.com. Football, basketball, and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get down your bets. Just like me, BetUS is the Hall of Famer of online betting with more than 25 years in the biz. Join now. Get up to 150% in bonuses on your first deposit. I play at BetUS, and so should you. Call today at 1-800-69-BETUS. That's 1-800-MY-BETUS. Tell them SAP sent you. With so many new pet owners, Kezia's grooming can't keep up. Kezia's grooming? Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back, though, if something opens up. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, what do you want to da da da? I don't know. What do y'all think we should da da da? Well, what did we da yesterday? Mm, yesterday. All the dolls feel like the same doll these days. I know. Like, is today Monday or Tuesday? Today is Thursday. Oh no, I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh no! No! These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. That won't change. Not to da or any da. Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. If your home service business is not at the top of Google Maps, winningreviews.com is here to help. You need to be careful when working on your Google My Business profile, which is what shows up on Google Maps. One mistake, and you'll be on page two. Winningreviews.com offers a workshop to teach you how to get to the top of Google Maps. Don't let your competition have that top spot. Check out winningreviews.com and get to the top of Google Maps. Go to winningreviews.com. That's winningreviews.com. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Well, I'm on Ring Talk, and as you know, this is one of the first shows that got onto the Internet. Uh, my friend Pedro is a true fighter in his own uh, his own uh, mind, I should say. But he really is. I seen him exercising the other day, getting ready for somebody. I don't know who it is because everybody is taking shots at him. So I see him getting himself in good condition so that he could fire back. Never been one to say die. Never been one to hide out. He comes on damn near parpedos, full steam ahead. Little glowing endorsement from the world's greatest promoter, Don King, of course, living in Florida. I talked to him a couple of weeks ago, said he was going to appear on the show once he has something to announce. I guess he's got nothing to announce because I haven't heard nothing from the, I think, 89-year-old, of course, uh, man from Cleveland, Ohio. Of course, a numbers runner, became boxing's biggest promoter, and now he sort of faded away into the sunset, as do many people at the age of 89. But obviously, Bob Arum is not one of them. 
I mean, let's be honest. The top-ranked skipper, former U.S. attorney under the administration of President John F. Kennedy, that's right, when Bobby Kennedy was attorney general, Bob Arum was one of his U.S. attorneys. And, of course, he got the boxing bug when he went to the Floyd Patterson, Sonny Liston closed-circuit fight. I think that was in Chicago, Illinois. And he realized how much money was being made by boxing. So before you knew it, Aaron was promoting guys like Muhammad Ali straight up. Aaron's still rocking and rolling in 2020. I think his first fight was like 1965. So straight up, he's been around a long time. Last night, he didn't fail to deliver. I'm talking about... The takeover. The takeover has taken place. That's right. Teofimo Lopez, Brooklyn, New York, as people are out of Honduras originally, of course. He comes to us undefeated, 15 and zip, 12 KOs. People say, ah, you know, he knocked out Richard Comey in a couple of rounds. Big deal. Not a big thing. He's flashy. He's all flash. No, no, he's not all flash. Anyway, Vasil Lomachenko, pound for pound, the greatest fighter in all of boxing right now. I mean, a two-time world amateur champion, lost one fight as an amateur, of course, and he lost that one fight as a pro when he got mugged by Orlando Salido, but they're not even in the same league as far as uh, stratospheres, not even the same stratosphere as far as ability is concerned. So we sort of gave him a pass on that one. And then, of course, he moved up from 126 to 130 to 135 pounds. And then he took on Teofimo Lopez last night, the kid from Brooklyn, New York. Of course, a 4-1 to underdog. He didn't fight like a 4-1 to underdog. In fact, he won like the first six rounds going away. So if he won the first six rounds, people do the math. Okay, if he won the first six rounds, he didn't have to win too many rounds after that to win the fight. Now, I had the fight originally nine to three, but I had a question mark next to one round. And when I put a question mark next to one round, that usually means it's real close. So I went the other way on that one round because I wanted to give the Siloman Tankle a welfare round, a charity round. So I had an eight foreign rounds, 116-112, which was beyond a fair score, no doubt about that. Some of the judges went to an extreme. Uh, one had a 119-109. Of course, that was Julie Letter, meaning a 11 rounds to 1, mm, okay. Steve Weissfeld had it 117-111. Steve knows his stuff, even though he won't appear on the show without permission from the New York State Athletic Commission. And Tim Cheatham had it 116-112, my score. And that was, uh, so did Johnny Signorella. Johnny Sig had it 116-112, of course. That's 8 to 4 in rounds. Straight up, it was a one-sided win for me. It wasn't even close. I mean, you want to talk about the four criteria in boxing? The four criteria used to score a boxing match. Clean punching, effective aggressiveness, ring generalship, and defense. Now, how can anybody in their right mind that that watched that fight last night can say that that Vasil Lomachenko won any of those criteria, any of those four criteria? He just didn't. And he didn't win too many rounds. He won one round going away. I thought it was pretty big. But outside of that, eh, didn't do a whole lot. Did a lot of squeaking. Lenny Albert thought that he won three or four rounds as well. So when Andre Ward came up with that 6-6 six, six score, all I can say about Andre is, man, guess what, Andre? We need to go back to getting some bifocals. But... This is what the guy said post-fight. Teal, you made history tonight at just 23-year-old, becoming the undisputed champion, all four belts. Describe the feeling. Um, uh, I got to thank God. And this is for um, my boy that passed away earlier this year, two days before Kobe passed away. May, may Kobe rest in peace. Um, this is for Dione. And um, I had to dig deep, man. Um, I'm thankful. I'm grateful. And each and every day I take that in. Um, I thank God first, man, because I couldn't do it without him. I walked by faith for a reason, and I had to dig in there. And And now uh, it feels good. In that 11th round, right before you came out for the 12th, your father said, you've got the victory. Just go out there and box. But you didn't do that. Why? I'm a fighter. I got to dig in deep. I know he was coming. I can't give him that. I don't know if they got him up on the scorecards or not. And I love to fight. I could bang, too. I don't care, man. I'll take one to give one. 
And uh, that's what a true champion does. I come out there and I find a way to win. You and your father called for this fight, and you were supremely confident that you saw something in Lomachenko that you could exploit. What was it? Um, honestly, you just got to keep pressuring him, keep, keep putting the gas on him, and then all, all you got to really do, man, is stick the jab. Don't really give him that opportunity to set up. And every time he did want to throw, I had something ready for him, at least something throw. So it kind of stops his momentum. And, you know, on top of that, he's been on a 14-month layoff. I knew he was gonna have to, it was going to take a long time for him to catch up. Now, you've got all the belts at lightweight. Yeah. You said you want all the biggest challenges, all the biggest names. Yeah. So what is that you want next? Um, man, take me to 140. I could go and get a, uh, you know, or I could fight, you know, uh, the two-time email world champion, Devin Haney. You know, um, if they want that, you know. Uh, <laughs> I love messing with everybody, man. Um, but all it is, man, the takeover, man, it's time for the new generation to come up. And it was me to lead the way for everybody. Shakur Stevenson. Um, who else? Uh, Edgar Belanga, Jose Vargas, um, so many cats out there, man. They're ready to take over the world. The takeover continues. He just outboxed the best boxer in the world. Back Listen, to you, Joe. Thank you very much. We're going to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> he told us. He, he told us the other day he was going to say that if he became the undisputed champion of the world. There he is, 23 years old. 23 years old. He just dedicated that to his dear friend Dione Ramirez, who passed away this year. He's a very thoughtful young man. Let's get to Mark Regal. Vasily, you're a great champion, a courageous one, but what was the difference tonight? Я не знаю, я, честно говоря, думал, что по ходу поединка, половину боя, половину поединка, да, у нас где-то было равное, может быть, где-то он выигрывал, выигрывал на один-два раунда, но после второй половины я включился, и, в принципе, вторую половину я считаю, что я забрал. Я как бы хочу переехать домой, пересмотреть поединок, но я не согласен с решением. Um, I think in the first half of the fight, yeah, he got the more rounds than I did. But then in the second half of the fight, I took it over and uh, I, you know, I, I was much better. But uh, I wanted to go home and uh, to review the fight, to see it. I can't concentrate now much about it. But uh, I definitely I'm not agreeing with the scorecards. Vasily, do you believe you won this fight tonight? Да, ну, на данный момент, да, я думал, что я выигрываю. Ну, думал, что я выиграю, но результат есть результат, поэтому я с ним спорить сейчас не собираюсь. Right now I come back home and after, after that I talk with my uh, promoter, with my manager and we discuss and решим, yeah. we decide, we'll make, we'll make a decision. The takeover has begun. Some people didn't believe me when I said the takeover was imminent. They said, ah, come on, no way. Well, anyway, I bet a Big Mac on it yesterday and of course... I'm going to have a Big Mac. I don't eat Big Macs, but the bottom, is, bottom line is I probably won this Big Mac. I will get it from a guy because he's a cheapskate. I will get the Big Mac from him and give it to a homeless guy. Hector, are you listening to me? Bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The music means the Godfather, the H, retired HBO Godfather is in the house. We'll talk about Mr. Larry Merchant. Larry, a very good Sunday to you, sir. Uh, back at you, Pedro. It was a very good Saturday night, too. Excellent Saturday night. Both guys came to deliver. There's no doubt about it. But when you do the math, 
If a guy if a guy missed giving up the first six rounds and loses the twelfth round, that's seven to five right there. So I think Lomachenko was sort of he's not a mathematician, but he doesn't want to really say what he felt because the body language, Larry, didn't have him win in any of that fight last night. Uh, well, I think he was surprised at the all-around sophistication as a puncher-boxer that Lopez has. His patience, uh, his poise, and so on. Um, I think if he fought the first six rounds like he fought the last six rounds, if he can, Mm -hmm. at this age, against uh, a young guy who is bigger than him, Mm -hmm. a natural lightweight fighting a former featherweight champion, um, then he can. We, We read all the time about his extraordinary workouts, um, his ability to hold his breath for four minutes, and, and so on. Well, after a couple or three rounds, and he saw what was happening, he should have stepped on the gas the way he did in the second half of the fight. But it was too late. Question, can he do that? for nine or ten of a 12-round fight. Um, I don't know. Um, but um, all you can do is salute the kid um, who, who was uh, magnificent. Uh, I hadn't been prepared to see somebody who uh, understood what was going on in there and was a dangerous uh, opponent, and but not reckless, mm-hmm. and so on. Um, Ernest Hemingway once wrote that uh, poise under pressure is courage. Hmm, well. The kid showed courage. No doubt about that. As far as holding your breath for four minutes, he's not a Navy SEAL. If he could hold his breath for four minutes and box, now that, that I'd be impressed with that. <laughs> well, no, but just as one of those markers of how extraordinarily talented he was or is as an athlete, um, and that how he could go, 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 and... Uh, just wear his opponents down mentally and emotionally by his constant movement. But we didn't see that last night. He didn't take it to the kid until it became, I have to take it to the kid. And he did better in the second half of the fight. I had it scored a moderate 7-5, to five, maybe 8-4. to four. Um, But... Um, so it goes. It was uh, a really good fight for boxing to have a kid like this. He looks big enough to become a eventually in three, four, or five years a, a, a junior welterweight, maybe a maybe a welterweight. Um, so he's going to be a presence in boxing. No doubt about that. Got to cut you short. Running up on a hard break. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. More of Larry Merchant on the other side of the break. 
The thing is that I'm still in his brain. I'm still in his mind. I'm the guy that he wants to get rid of. Baby, 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 baby. I got the feeling, baby. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you, and what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey. Want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect, so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight, guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Okay, don't say I didn't play the Honduras National Anthem for Teofimo Lopez and his people, because um, Hector Martinez, Roberto Duran's manager, said, play the Honduras Anthem. I played it once. We don't have to play it again. Bottom line is, that's it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and, of course, a little culture as well. Um, 
Of course, this is the Sunday edition, live on the phone from Santa Monica, California, as a retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant. And Larry, I'm looking through the rest of the lightweight division now that Lopez and Fissel and Lomachenko have done their thing. Devin Haney, um, people are calling him the two-time internet champion. I mean, no, the two-time email champion is how, is how, um, <laughs> is how, is how he was just referred to by, uh, Teofimo Lopez, so I chuckled about that a little bit. Now, Devin Haney's a talented fighter, no doubt about that. Luke Campbell's gonna take on Ryan Garcia, and I saw some films this week of Ryan Garcia getting destroyed in the gym, so, uh, it, God knows how, 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 how good his ability really well, is. Who but, is destroying Ryan, Ryan Garcia in the gym? Sign him up. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, you know, <laughs> you, you wanna play that clip? <laughs> I, we've got a one minute clip where where basically Ryan Garcia's uh, yeah I mean I'm watching I was watching the video and it was he was getting lit up like the White House Christmas she's staggering all over the ring he was blading and you know I mean bottom line let's hit, let's hit that nobody hurt me but I know who hurt you bum goofy remember this Raleigh Romero f- you up in sparring is this you Ryan Garcia is this you getting touched up is this you bleeding? Is this you running? Because it sure the f- looks like you. Your promoter, Oscar De La Fishnet, don't even believe in you. Do you want proof? Here you go. Tank is a beast and you're an Instagram thot. Remember that. Can beat Roly, I give him 200,000 cash. Are you ever gonna pick up that 200 from Floyd, or do you want to stay ducking because you know you got little boys and little girls as your main fan base? You a bum. Whoa, Ryan Garcia getting ripped there, getting lit up on the internet. Well, um, how did that? How did that get onto the internet? I have no idea, but the, the films that I'm watching, I'll send you. I thought I sent you the film yesterday. Did you see it? No, I'll send you the film again a little bit later. But I'll send you the it's, it's a videotape. I took the audio off the videotape. Of course, I had to clean it up FCC style. But um, no, I mean, you know, Ryan Garcia. I thought he was a boxing god. Everybody gets hurt in the gym. Everybody gets lit up. I remember the time that the kid from uh from uh Paul Spatafora beat up Floyd Mayweather in the gym, and they were trying to say that Paul Spatafora at one point in time was better than Mayweather. He just happened to get the better of him in the gym this time. But but Ryan Garcia was lit up. Uh-huh. Well, my first thought is a negative one, which is, is he had too much too soon, uh, too much success, both in and out of the ring. And uh, my second thought is, okay, it's a sparring thing. Maybe he, maybe he sparred a middleweight. I don't know. No, the guy was uh, a little... But uh, he's still 20-0. and 0, True. And, he's in, and, and we have to go off his last fight. Uh, Yikes! But he he against um, Lopez would be a hell of a big match, um, but it needs time to cook. True. All you know, unfortunately, I think Lopez is in a position where he's got a lot of fights that sort of need time to cook. But who does he go with now? I mean, uh, Luke Campbell is going to take on Ryan Garcia. Um, Richard Comey is already taking care of Leo Selby. I don't think I want to see that fight. The two-time internet champion, two-time email champion, Devin Haney. I don't know. I mean, that would be a nice fight. Uh, Gervonta Davis. Yeah, Haney's, uh, you know, another American fighter and unbeaten and highly ranked. 
Um, that would be a good follow-up uh, to last night. Um, but he looks like a very mature young man uh, in the ring. Um, and he's he's got a lot of stuff going for him. You know, towards towards down the stretch here, you can see the frustration on the part of, of, of Lomachenko as he tried to butt... Um, he tried a couple of times intentionally to butt somebody to to butt Lopez, and having been having having been on both sides of it, because I, I did try to butt one guy one time. Remember that I did I did try to do that, but having been butted a few times and having guys try to butt you, it's like Godfather. That's the weirdest stuff of ever because you're watching out for two hands and his head. You know what I'm saying? So it was a little bit of a disadvantage there coming in towards the end there. But Vasil Lomachenko showing their frustrations of. Being undefeated almost his entire life and losing. Yeah, I think so. You know, look, and not just undefeated, but having his way with everybody. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was in a, a desperate situation, and sometimes that um, brings out stuff that you don't see in in the gym mm-hmm. or the swimming pool. Um, but I don't think Lomachenko is now more damaged goods. Uh, I, for one or two, uh, have, overfelt, have always felt that though he looked like uh, an extraordinary cat in the ring, that to make him the best fighter in the world, uh, pound for pound, uh, when we got Canelo in that world, uh, always confused me. I don't know how he got that way. Um, Bob maybe, Arum. Uh, well, <laughs> you may be right. Bob Arum <laughs> sells his fighters very well. Uh, I covered the first fight that he had as a pro when he fought that uh, veteran Mexican guy. I can't remember his name, but a tough nut to crack. And he lost. Orlando Salido. Yes, and he got a he got a lesson in professional prize fighting. Salido roughed him up and so on. And last night he got another lesson, and we're going to find out if he can uh, cook uh, for twelve rounds next time instead of six or seven. Here's here's something. I think we've got a clean. I, I mentioned this a few weeks ago. I think we've got a clean version of Camacho. There's no cocaine involved. There's no apparent mental illness. I mean, I, he I, I, he's going to be able to talk, and this is going to be great for boxing. He's going to have a guy out there. I think he's going to be doing the talk shows uh, eventually if they go back to having talk shows at night. This and that. I think he's the future of boxing. The future of boxing is now, and it couldn't come at a better time. Well, I'm not going to put put that. A crown on him yet? The future of boxing. Uh, that's a that's that's a big that's, that's a big caravan to be carrying on your back. Um, if he's the future of the lightweight division, and if he goes out there and and does his thing in two or three or four more fights, and moves up in weight to some of the uh, classy guys in the welterweight divisions. Uh, then he could be. You know, um, uh, it's interesting to me that um, having been born and raised a New Yorker, that uh, he's the third star-like champion 
uh, who was uh, ra- of Puerto Rican heritage, um, who was born in, in New York or came to New York as a child and became uh, a champion. The other- Good point. Larry, i got to run you short. We're going to open a hard break. Say hello to the God Mama Kisser for me. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You got to have a mother for me. If your home service business is not at the top of Google Maps, winningreviews.com is here to help. You need to be careful when working on your Google My Business profile, which is what shows up on Google Maps. One mistake, and you'll be on page two. Winningreviews.com offers a workshop to teach you how to get to the top of Google Maps. Don't let your competition have that top spot. Check out winningreviews.com and get to the top of Google Maps. Go to winningreviews.com. That's winningreviews.com. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com. Now, we are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress free and debt free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com code 5560. Enjoy. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
You know, I thought they were going to have to call an ambulance last night for Brian Ortega. I'm serious. The kid, of course, from L.A., a phenomenal personality, a phenomenal fighter, no doubt about that. Undefeated going into that fight with the world champion Max Holloway a couple of years ago at 145 pounds. Of course, I was of the opinion he was beaten after two rounds after suffering some severe cuts, but they let him get beat on some more. It was sort of like the ugliest thing you can ever imagine in your life as far as I was concerned as a fight spectator, not as a, a fight journalist, as a spectator is concerned, because I'm watching that guy get the snot kicked out of him or the spit kicked out of him, spit with an H, okay? He's getting this what getting annihilated, and, and everybody's just standing around like, hey, this is the way it's supposed to go. No, it's not supposed to go that way. When a guy loses a fight, when a guy's in a position that he's not going to win the fight, you need to step in and stop the fight, whether you're the doctor, whether you're the coroner, whether you're the referee, you've got to step up. You're responsible for that young man's well-being or the young lady's well-being. At the end of the night, in the world of mixed martial arts and USC, they do what Dana wants. And of course, they don't they don't work a corner like I did. I used to work a corner and I'd have a towel in my hand, not like Jerry Tarkanian of the UNLV Bulls or whatever they called him down there, the, the basketball coach with the, the towel in his mouth. No, I had the towel in my hand because you never knew what was going on. I mean, if one of my guys, I've got 15, 16-year-old kids in the ring, one of them take, or, or girls in the ring, if one of them takes a shot and it's a bad shot, this and that, I need to know. I need to be able to see this, this and that. So, I throw the towel in, but people in the world of MMA don't throw the towel in. That's like the worst thing you could ever do. And if you do it, I think Dana will just banish you from the entire planet. At the end of the night, Brian Ortega was damaged goods, although he went into last night's fight damaged goods. He came out of the fight a winner, 50-45 to 45 on all the scorecards. That's 5 to zip over Chan Zung Jung, better known as the Korean Zombie. Of course, the Korean Zombie on a hell of a roll came in at 16-5, knocked out Frankie Edgar in one round. I mean, he, was, he showed he could really, really punch, especially with that right hand. But much like George Foreman and Muhammad Ali, you cannot knock out what you cannot hit. And Brian Ortega was unhittable last night. Straight up, Brian Ortega post-fight. Ladies and gentlemen, after five rounds, we go to the judges' scorecards. All three judges have it. 50-45, your winner by unanimous decision, Brian T-City Ortega! Brian Ortega, what a fantastic performance, my man. How good does it feel to put this whole rivalry and all this behind you with a dominant performance like you just had? It feels good, man. It feels good. But I got one message. All my, all my homies that roll with me, even after the last one, I love you. For all you who counted me out, learn to count my You know, there were a lot of people that doubted you going into this fight, but you showed a completely different version of yourself. Let's take a look at some of your work. The jab was beautiful. The kicks, that spinning elbow. You said you went back into the lab and got better, and that was on full display tonight. Thank you, man. Thank you. That's what I did. I'd like to thank all my team, Mike Safai, Tiki Gossin, Jason Park, Paul Herrera, Jesus Avila, Dr. Andy Galpin in the back, couldn't make it out here. Happy birthday, my boy. And, uh, and yeah, man, we got to work, man. Like everyone thought that I took some time off. No, nah, man, I got, had surgeries. I had everything. I got right back to work. I said, you know what? I need everything new. I need to become a new guy and, and get better at MMA. Everything that MMA has to have, wrestling, striking. So today I try to do the best I could to mix it all up and show everyone that I'm back. 
and you look fantastic. And Dana White said that you're going to fight Alexander Volkanovsky for the title. That quickly after having a championship fight, how ready are you for that fight? And is this new version of Brian Ortega the most dangerous guy in the featherweight division? We're going to find out if I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? In this game, you take chances. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't grow in the comfort zone. Alexander Volkanovsky, you're the champ. You know what I'm saying? Like, the thought of fighting you is an excitement. I got a whole team, and we're, and we're ready, man. You know what I'm saying? Ready or not, I'm coming. Congratulations, Brian Ortega, man. That was a fantastic performance. You should be very proud. Thank you. <clears throat> I was proud of him, even though I thought he was going to lose. I mean, I was. I was really proud of his performance. There's no doubt about it. It was flawless. It was sort of like stand-up boxing. And, of course, it's one the uh, first-degree Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. I mean, he could roll on the ground if need be, but he didn't need to. Straight up, he took the Korean zombie out at his own game, stand-up boxing. At the end of the night, Brian Ortega was the winner. And of course, I'm glad I was wrong as far as him losing is concerned, but I still look at his face and Hector Martinez is the one that sort of sort of described this to me. His face doesn't look the way it used to. And he said to me, he never got unlumpy. Never, in other words, the lump sort of never went away. And if you look at Ortega's face, it doesn't look like the face that he had two years ago. Now, I'm not trying to say people don't age and get a little different as far as their facial features are concerned, but Brian Ortega, to me, looks a little bit puffy. And uh, I was of the opinion he took such a beating the last time that he probably should have never, ever fought again. But last night, he was a winner big time. Jessica Andrade. Tough woman, no doubt about that. Moving up to 125 pounds, I think. She one time she fought at 115, but she's a, a monstrous, and, and she's like won a won a, won a fight last night over a chick by the name of Catelyn Chukanian, and Chukanian was like whooping on her, whooping on Jessica Andrade. She was taller, she had good range, she was boxing well. I mean, she, the the girl Catelyn was like looked looked really really good there for about. Two and a half, three minutes. And all of a sudden, Jessica Andrade got on top of things, threw some body shots, and guess what? The fight was over four minutes and 57 seconds into Jessica Andrade's 125-pound debut in the world of mixed martial arts. The most impressive fight on the card? Yikes! This guy was scary. I'm talking about Jimmy Crute. Yeah, I think he's from the uh, from Australia. Modestus Bukakis got lit up like a White House Christmas tree. Two minutes and one second, two minutes and one seconds into the very first round, man. He didn't even get to see the second. He didn't even see the, get to see the second round. He didn't see a whole lot. I'm telling you, this guy looks like he can really fight. But then again, I've explained it to you that these these guys are all going to be flashes in the pan as far as their success is concerned because of the fact that UFC puts them in death match after death match. I mean, if you keep feeding a guy into a meat grinder. He's going to, I mean, he keeps dodging the blade every time you go into the side, dodge the blade, dodge the blade. But eventually, the blade's going to get you, okay? And you fight this many death matches, and that's what the UFC is all about. It's the death matches. I mean, guys need easy fights. Girls need easy fights. They don't do that. There are no confidence builders. You have to build somebody's confidence. I'm not trying to say you give them a fight against a guy like me. All right, well, you get, you know, no, no, I'm talking about somebody who doesn't have a chance. I'm talking about you give him a chance against uh, a formidable journeyman or something like that. Much they do in the, much like they do in the world of boxing. But Dana White, he just sacrifices legacies, and the reason why he does that because he doesn't have to pay people. Guess what? If guys get busted up and they don't reach the, the superstar level, but yet you're still getting money from ESPN, you're, you're still getting money from all your various sponsors, yet you're still getting money from the U.S. Army, and of course. The, uh, the the contracts are broad. I mean, he's Dana White and those guys, more power to them. They do know how to make money. But right now, it's with a corporation that bought 
the UFC from Dana White and the Fertitta brothers. And I think the Dubai government owned 13% of the UFC. So I think the UFC sold like a year and a half ago, almost two years ago now, for $4.2 billion or $4,200 million. If that's if you're not an accountant, that's, that's still a lot of money. Anyway, Johnny Crute was the uh, light heavyweight star last night, no doubt about that. As far as bonuses were concerned, uh, Friday the night went to uh, Garam. God, I can't even mention anyway. The bottom line is I did, Jimmy Crute got the uh, performance of the night. Jessica Andrade and Jimmy, Jimmy Crew got the important performance tonight, so that's a $50,000 bonus. In the world of, uh, that, would, that, would be, that would be like your girl if you were like a real pimp on the street in San Francisco. I'm an ex-cop, so I can say this, right? But if you had a real girl working the street, that's like after her boy bringing in like $1,000, you decided to give her, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an extra 100 I'll give you an extra 100 I mean, that's just the way Dana is. Dana, anything that Dana's making... He's, anything Dana's giving up, he's making 10, 20, 30 times more. Dana's one of those guys, and I hate to say it, man. I mean, he's a successful businessman. He's got the UFC rocking and rolling because the UFC's rolling in, in ways that other sports aren't. I mean, they're, they're able to show show after show after show after show after show, and, and the shows are pretty good for the most part. You can't knock the shows. I mean, not the greatest names per se, but I've told you before that names in the USC, it ain't going to happen that much because of the fact that they, you know, they get these guys get beat up on purpose. So they don't have to pay them the next time. In other words, look at it this way. If you've got the lightweight champion of the world, I said, well, no, the lightweight champion is the, is the exception to the rule. I think you could be, but if you've got say the featherweight champion of the world and you're starting to draw people this and that and you're starting to and he wants to demand more money he wants to cut of the pay-per-view and he has a, he hires a lawyer and an agent to come in and, and, and do this and do that before you know it <clears throat> that guy's like sort of put in a position where he can't win I mean that's the way Dana White seems to do it I'm not imagining things that's just the way Dana White seems to do it at the end of the day though he is the king of mixed martial arts next up the king is going to be promoting, of course, Khabib. He is the real king at 155 pounds. He is the lightweight champion of the world as far as the USC is concerned. And then again, the world of mixed martial arts is not the USC, but he is the world champion, absolutely no doubt about that. Never lost a round in the gym. Of course, he works out basically at the American Kickboxing Academy down here in Silicon Valley. For this fight, he did not. He worked out, I believe, in Dubai or Russia or wherever he was uh, in, in that area of the world. Of course, they're fighting in Dubai, but he's taking on Justin Gaith. Gaith can fight. Justin took apart Tony Ferguson. That was a bit of a, an upset in some people's mind. But, you know, Tony Ferguson got that bad knee. I think I'd have kicked Tony Ferguson in that knee a few times, and he'd have been laying on the ground. I wouldn't have had the knee to knock him out. I mean, that, that was the most obvious. Like Dominic Root, uh, was it Dominic? Uh, I can't think of the, the former Bantamweight champion. Another guy that had a destroyed knee. If you've got a guy that has a destroyed knee, and that's his lead knee, that's the knee you're going after. That's, I mean, that's sorry. That's that's not body. That's not dirty. That's just the way it goes. Anyway, Justin Gaith, having lit up Tony Ferguson, going to take on Khabib. Khabib, of course, Numagomenov. I got that name right. Undefeated in life, never lost a round in the gym. Now training, of course, for this big fight next week in the uh, Arab Emirates of Dubai. Justin Gaith, good fighter. Mm, I don't know if he can beat Khabib. See, here's the thing with Khabib. Not only is a outstanding fighter. He punches really hard. He punches miserably hard. I mean, he just does, oh, God. He can punch, but he gets you on the ground, and he uses his legs to tie up your legs and do all kinds of weird stuff with his legs. What he does with his legs is very underrated, and people don't seem to notice that, but what he does with his legs on the ground sets up his superiority and his ability to just ground and pound people, and nobody can ground and pound people like Khabib, there's absolutely no doubt about that. So Justin Gaith, what's going to happen here? Justin can punch a bit. Justin's a strong guy. But Justin, all I can say is buy some insurance. 
You're not going to win this fight. In fact, you can bet against yourself. Do it. Um, Robert Whitaker, the former middleweight champion, I think, from the U.K., because let's take on Jared Cannoner. Of course, he's got a rocket, 185 pounds. Heavyweight is going to be Alexander Volkov taking on Walt Harris. I love the name Walt Harris, but this guy's a black Walt Harris. Mike Walt Harris was 94 years old in the voice of professional wrestling and roller derby uh, all across the country for about 35 years. He died about a year and a half ago at the age of 95. Of course, we had him on the show a year back. But Walt Harris is going to take on Alexander Volkov. Volkov in a heavyweight fight. Outside of the rest of the card, not a whole lot there. Of course, the Korean zombie getting lit up once again. Somebody shot me a text on that one. Pedro, a little bit cold on the Korean zombie. No, I wasn't that cold on him. I actually thought that he was going to win this fight. I thought they were bringing Brian Ortega in to get to be like a lamb to be, be led to slaughter, and it just didn't happen that way. Speaking of a guy being led to slaughter, is he fighting again? Again? How old is Anderson Silva? 90? 95. He's older than Scott Cuddy and me put together. I'm serious. Born in, uh, born in 1975. So that makes him what? 45, 45 years old, man. Oh, come on, 40. He wasn't that good to begin with. I think he was vastly overrated. I do. I think he fought in an, an era in which uh, he had all, he had different tools. He could wrestle, he could fight, he could box a little bit. He had all these different tools and he was able to put the three together and go on a hell of a roll. I mean, the hell of a roll until he ran in the Chael Sonnen. In 2008, he was like a light heavyweight Olympian, I mean a light heavyweight journeyman, who of course is now a uh, middleweight journeyman, who's now the king of YouTube, no doubt about that. I mean, he, he's really got to go on Chael Sonnen. He's getting millions of hits with his, he, he's got an opinion thing on YouTube, so it's rocking and rolling, check him out. But Jael Sonnen, I thought, first exposed uh, Anderson Silva back in 2008 as a guy that was aging. That was 12 years ago. And of course, he almost lost his championship that night. He went into the fifth round, losing to Chael Sonnen. I think Chael Sonnen ended up getting choked out or submitted or something like that in the fifth round. But Silver, Silver, Silver won on a uh, – yeah, well, he won, but I thought he got lucky. you got to get lucky. I mean, if you're you're behind four rounds of zip and then you finally win in the fifth round, I think that's sort of lucky. I don't think that's strategy. Anyway, Silva's record, get this, 34-10. and 10. 34 and 11? Probably. Come on, Anderson Silva. Seriously. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and of course, the American Forces Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. 
I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You're cute. And you're higher than a kite. <laughs> Little puffy baby. Talking about the notorious B.I.G., of course. He might have killed him. Of course, it's the one Showtime special on Netflix or something like that. They sort of blame Puffy for killing Notorious B.I.G. Of course, he was there in the car with him, so that's a little weird, isn't it? Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Straight up, Edgar Berlanga went to 50-0, 15 KOs. Of course, another journeyman last night by the name of Linnell Bellows, who fell to 20 and 6 with three uh, three draws and 13 KOs. Of course, that was Saturday at the bubble of the MGM Grand. Uh, I don't want to say this guy's the next coming or something, but they're trying to make him into something good. Good luck on that one. Um, one young man last night who really impressed me again is the champion, the takeover, as it has taken place. People doubted it. I even doubted it. Let me tell you, yesterday I had, you know, went out on a limb and thought that Lopez was going to win this fight. And as it got closer, I kept saying, oh, man, oh, man. But I had made this bet with Hector Martinez for the Big Mac. And if, I, if you go back on a bet with Hector, he will, like, do sky riding. He will, he will spend money. He's a cheap guy, but he will spend money on advertising to expose you. Like you're driving down the road, he would put a billboard, Pete negged, uh, Pete backed out on a bed or something like that. I kid you not. He would do that. So I couldn't back out on the bed. Both me and Socrates Palmer, of course, we had picked Teofimo Lopez going in. So we sort of had to stick with that. And then last night, well, the kid just showed us that we were right. I mean, absolutely no, no doubt about that. Never doubt him again. Don't doubt him. He's undefeated. Stick with the kid that's undefeated. Remember, never doubt the O until he gets busted. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. 35, 36. No, no. Make that 37 plus years now. 
of your inside look in your world of boxing and MMA. Hour number two forthcoming on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, uh, Channel 211, of course, iHeartRadio. I'll bring in Socrates Palmer, Boxing's PhD, and we'll also hear from Shelly Williams. Shelly's got a, a career in boxing that's unique unlike any other woman. Straight up, Shelly Williams and Socrates Palmer, upcoming in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Stay tuned for hour number two of Ring Talk. If you listen to us in the podcast at Anchor.com, this is Ring Talk, and we rock it Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, live on Sports Byline. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Jobless claims on the rise with about 898,000 filing for unemployment benefits for the first time last week. That's about 70,000 more than analysts had predicted. Republican senators on the Senate Judiciary Committee say they will vote on Tuesday to subpoena Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey after censoring stories from the New York Post about Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden. A lot of uh, information to steal dossier was all over the place. They never blocked that. All the allegations about Russian collusion and Trump and every other idea that Trump may have done something bad, nobody blocked that. So what we're going to do is we're going to finally have an accounting that's long overdue. Chairman of that committee, South Carolina Republican Lindsey Graham. You're listening to USA Radio News. Facebook recently announced an update to Instagram DMs by introducing a new Messenger experience in the app. More than a billion people already use Messenger. They are bringing some of the best Messenger features to Instagram. I'm Adam Mosseri. I'm the head of Instagram. I'm excited to talk to you today about some of the new messaging features we've got coming out. One of the features I'm most excited about is the fact that people are going to be able to message across apps. So you're going to be able to message your friends on Facebook or on Instagram and vice versa. Now, this isn't going to change who you can message or who you can message you. You're still in complete control of both of those things. In fact, we've even built some new controls that are more granular that allow you to decide who exactly can message you. But you'll be able to manage your messages from one app should you so choose. And we think that's critically important, and we also think it's critically important that people have control over their experience. For more information, please visit the Facebook newsroom at about.fb.com slash news. President Trump's top negotiator and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi plan to regroup on Thursday for talks on a new stimulus package as President Trump continues to push for a deal before the November 3rd election. Forced to negotiate a comprehensive package because Pelosi refuses to deal with issues in standalone bills, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin said Wednesday night the administration's top priority is unlocking approximately $300 billion approved in the initial large stimulus package. President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden won't debate, but they'll still be competing tonight. NBC's Today Show, Savannah Guthrie, saying... The president and Joe Biden were supposed to face off in their second debate, a town hall debate, but the debate commission decided to switch it to a virtual event because of COVID concerns. At that point, the president said he would not take part in a virtual debate. Joe Biden decided to schedule a town hall on another network, and now the president is doing the same. You're listening to USA Radio News. 
Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Instead of debating in person, President Trump and Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden held competing town halls on different networks in different cities. The president spending a portion of his time discussing the coronavirus and the upcoming election on NBC in Miami. Meanwhile, in Philadelphia, Biden covered a number of subjects on ABC, including fracking, the Supreme Court, and the 1994 crime bill. As far as how both candidates were treated, former White House Press Secretary Ari Fleischer says... I spent 21 years in Washington as a press secretary, and I've always known Republicans have an uphill fight. Democrats get softball questions, Republicans get hardball questions. But then Donald Trump came along, and anything I thought was hard, it's almost impossible for Trump. The bias of the media and the way they come at him, I watched the ABC town hall because I wanted to see how biased it might be. I wanted to see the type of questions the audience was asking. I can tell you this because I watched a little bit of Savannah during commercials. She interrupted Donald Trump more in 60 seconds than George Stephanopoulos did to Joe Biden in 60 minutes. President Trump was asked to denounce white supremacy, what she did now for at least the 10th time. Meanwhile, former Vice President Biden wasn't asked anything about his son's email and the latest scandal going on with Hunter Biden. More news can be found online at usaradio.com or on Facebook at USA Radio. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. And gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. And now, the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, to, to make people happy, and uh, I just do my best. Pedro Fernandez. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done. 
Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California, for the second hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, this is the Sunday edition. We start at 11 a.m. Pacific time, run for two hours live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and a plethora of other internet outlets. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. We're here to talk boxing and mixed martial arts in the next hour. I'll bring in some astute guests. I'll bring in, of course, the boxing's PAC, Socrates Palmer. We'll talk about the takeover. The takeover has begun. I'm talking about Teofimo Lopez, right? Shocked a lot of people last night. Shocked the boxing world, of course. Took out a guy that was favored in some sports books by four and a half to one. Other sports books, it was three, three and a half to one. But at the end of the night, Teofimo Lopez upset the odds. He won going away. The scorecards, I think, were a bit ridiculous. Maybe not so because I had it eight to four in rounds, which is 116-112. But that one round, I gave it to, uh, to uh, Vasil Lomachenko sort of out of – I felt sorry for him. I gave him a charity round. You, you do that when you're judging fights once in a while. You're not supposed to do it, but you just do it anyway. You felt sorry for the guy. You know, it was a close round, so I put a question mark next to it. And after 12 rounds, when I saw that question mark next to a 9-3 scorecard, I decided, okay, I'll make it. 8-4. So at the end of the night, Teofimo Lopez won 8 to 12 rounds going away. His ring generalship, the effective punching, uh, the defense. I mean, what can I say, man? He uses on top of things. Come on, clean shots, clean punching, effective punching. He was on top of that. The defense, he had that better. He did everything better than Lomachenko, even leaving the ring. Lomachenko left the ring like a big sissy. I love, I love, I love. Anyway, bottom line is, you got your ass whooped. Accept it. His fans got to accept it, too. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We'll come back with boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer. Later in the show, Shelly Williams, Who's That Lady on Sports Byline. What do you want to dot it all? I don't know. What do y'all think we should dot it all? Well, what did we do yesterday? Hmm, yesterday. All the dolls feel like the same doll these dolls. I know. Like, is today Monday or Tuesday? Today is Thursday. <gasps> oh no, I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh no! No! These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. That won't change. Not today or any day. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. With so many new pet owners, Kezia's Grooming can't keep up. Kezia's Grooming? Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back, though, if something opens up. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. 
all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy! Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Eleven, make it twelve minutes past the hour. Hour number two of the Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You might be listening to the show delayed in Anchor Podcasts or iTunes or somewhere else. But the bottom line is, we are live Saturday and Sunday at eleven a.m. Pacific time for two hours on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 211, and a plethora of other, of other internet platforms. Now, looking at last night's scorecard, of course, we'll talk about the scorecard of Teofimo Lopez prevailing by unanimous decision, of course, over a very good fighter, if not the best fighter in the world. I'm talking about Vasil Lomachenko, although Larry Merchant sort of laid some... Uh, He's some some. He sort of he sort of asked the question: How can Lomachenko be the best fighter pound for pound when when Canelo was and Canelo hadn't lost or anything like that? So I guess he's got a point there. But the bottom line is the closest scorecard on that fight last night. Of course, the scores were one seventeen one eleven, one nineteen one oh nine. Uh, yeah, and uh, one sixteen one twelve. But the closest was one sixteen one twelve, or eight to four in rounds, and that was put forth by a guy by the name of Tim Cheatham. But in order for Vasil Lomachenko to get that close, one sixteen one twelve, he had to win four of the last five rounds. So what I'm trying to tell you is, is this: this was, I mean, all three judges basically saw the same fight that I saw. A route. I mean, just an absolute route. So when I see a website like FightNews.com saying we had Lopez winning 115-114, giving Lopez rounds 1, 3, 4, 5, and 6, and then 12, man, all I can say is you need to be arrested for impersonating a boxing judge or even a member of the boxing media. For you to come out with that and say that that guy won those rounds is atrocious. Not only atrocious, it just shows it. You don't know what the, the criteria of scoring a boxing match is. Of course, I'm talking about effective clean punching, effective aggressiveness, ring generalship, and defense. And you know what? Except for a couple of rounds last night, the Solomonchenko wasn't in charge of any of those four things. Now we take it to the uh, Bronx. We're bringing the Bronx Palmer. I'm talking about boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer, who did pick Mr. Lopez to win fight. So I got to give you props on that one straight up. Hey, I... I wish I would have uh, bet. I mean, it was four to one odds. Uh, I did pick a, a late knockout, and uh, I, you know, I figured that, you know if, if Lopez is going to do something historic, it should be spectacular. But uh, nevertheless, uh, the young man backed up his bravado. Um, he is a, any cliche you want to say. He is the new face of boxing. He is the baddest man, certainly in Brooklyn. Big win for. <laughs> Brooklyn. It's been a while since they've uh, come on top in the big stage. Uh, since the since the Dodgers. 
Since has it been that long since the Brooklyn Dodgers or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Brooklyn fighters tend to fall short in, in the big spots. You know, uh, it's been a while since uh, Mike Tyson, but um, and Riddick Bow. Um, it was a great fight. It, it really was. I think it lived up to the hype. Um, I had said yesterday that it was going to be maybe the uh, Matador and the Bull, but it turned out to be more like the Tortoise and the Hare. Lomachenko slept through the first six rounds, and, you know, he looked at his watch, and, oh, snap, I'm in the fight. And it was just too late. You know, I think he ran out of rounds. I saw the strategy of trying to take the, the younger, inexperienced fighter deep into the fight, hoping to, that he gassed out, but Lopez responded. You know, he fought those championship rounds like a true warrior, a true champion. I mean, he was there. Uh, maybe, you know, I've heard people say that the scorecards were a little crazy. You know what? At the end of the day, the right guy won. I had it maybe a little closer, 8-4, uh, 7-5, Lopez at best. Um, we're, hey, we're talking about time out. We're not caring. When your card doesn't matter. What did dad have it? What is Socrates Palmer Sr.? How did he see the fight? We want to know how the godfather of the family saw the fight, the patriarch. Mike, tell us. My dad goes to the same optician that you go to, and he had it 9-3. It's <laughs> like the way you had it. You know, he thought Lopez was the boss, clearly, you know. Um, and it, it's that's the beauty of, of boxing, that, you know, we, you, you watch it, and, and we all come up with our – you know, with our point of views, I've seen a couple of people say that it was a draw. I, I, did, I, I don't think so. Um, I've even heard one person say that they thought Lomachenko won. I mean, there's no way. You know, I, the right guy won. I think there probably will be a rematch. I think they'll probably wait till they could get a live gate in there. That was the only thing missing that, you, you know, that, that coronation didn't have a, a live audience in front of it. I think it, it would have been. It didn't need it. If it were, there was one fight that didn't need it, it didn't need it. That is true. That, that is, you know, strange enough, I, I didn't miss the crowd. That is right. That is, ESPN did a good job with the production and everything. Um, but, you know, it, it's something special when, you know, when those fireworks go off, when they, you know, they announce in the new, it was just real or, an organic good feel, I think, at the end of the night. Uh, and something, you know, that one man that's undefeated is Father Time. And I think we saw Lomachenko look, a, you know, a little bit, the, one of the older 32-year-olds you're going to see in, in boxing last I, night. I thought he looked old, too. And plus, when he reverted the button like that, you know, I butted Keith Rucker because he kept holding me one time. That was the only time I ever butted anybody or tried to in, a, in 52 fights. But I've had guys try to butt me, and it ain't pretty. These guys are billy goats are coming at you. And he pulled a couple of billy goat last moves last week, last night that were straight out of a chicken spit move. Yeah, you know it's funny because you know a lot of people thought that Lopez was going to have to be the guy to resort to, you know, borderline dirty tactics. And no, it was Lomachenko that, you know, that dug deep into his veteran uh, playbook and and. Uh, there was a cut. I thought one of the one of the one of the headbutts that the one that did not cause a cut. I thought definitely had the intention of, you know what? If I don't get you with my with this left, I'm gonna catch you with the top of my head. Um, he, he was hitting and holding. He he really roughed him up. There was a couple of moments that I thought Mora jumped in a little too soon. Um, yeah, like what, like it, like when there was twelve seconds left in the fight, he jumped in for that cut. Anyway, straight up, listen, mm -hmm. you you sent me a clip this week, and it was of course about about Ryan Garcia, and I want to air that right now. Nobody hurt me. 
but I know who hurt you, bum, goofy, remember this? Raleigh Romero f***ed you up in sparring, is this you Ryan Garcia? Is this you getting touched up? Is this you bleeding? Is this you running? Because it sure the f*** looks like you. Your promoter, Oscar De La Fishnet, don't even believe in you. Do you want proof? Here you go. Tank is a beast, and you're an Instagram thot. Remember that. Listen, Ryan Garcia wants to fight you. What no, the f*** you know? He gonna get f***ed up. If Ryan Garcia can beat Roley, I give him 200,000 cash. Are you ever gonna pick up that 200 from Floyd? Or do you wanna stay ducking? Because you know you got little boys and little girls as your main fan base. You a bum. What can I say other than Ryan Garcia was a bit dressed up there. He was staggering all over that ring and sparring. They were using the big gloves, the whole nine yards. Of course, Floyd Mayweather's offering him an extra 200000 to fight to fight Raleigh. Um, what's happening with Ryan Garcia? He's going to take on Luke Campbell. But does this sort of put a, a kink a, a kink in the armor of, of Ryan Garcia, or is it just put me, bring me down, back down to earth on Ryan Garcia? Earth, I mean... I mean, you've seen it. Guys in sparring sometimes have bad nights. I mean, we, we remember the famous video of Spadaforest smacking up Floyd, you know, in sparring. And, mm -hmm. and I don't think it diminishes what Floyd, you know, went on to become. Uh, I don't think much of Roley Romero. So that's why I'm not going crazy about that highlight reel from sparring. Um, I think Romero got a gift his last time out. And mm -hmm. definitely if he didn't have that TMT promotional machine behind him. He doesn't get that decision. Um, I think Ryan is very good. But what we saw last night, it's almost like it's a different league, man. Like, he's not ready for the, for that Lomachenko-Lopez. Um, same thing with Devin Haney. They're just that level below. What are you talking about? Um, Devin Haney is a two-time email champion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and in the press conference, he kept egging him on. I mean... I, you know what? It, it's great. It's great for boxing. I, I love it. You know, it, and, and hey, and if you thought Teofimo's pops was, you know, the was a trash talker before, can you imagine him now going forward? Wow! And, and that could be the only thing that could derail that 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 monster. You know, if 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 the egos get too big, you know. Between him and his dad, you, you know what? I I don't see that. I, I I'm I'm going to say these guys are going to be. The, I'm hoping they are the exception to the rule, of course. And that's another thing I was talking about with with Hector earlier today is that you know Shane Mosley came back with had his father in the corner for a long time. Roy Jones did, but for the most part, it was not so common. But now you got Danny Garcia, and of course this kid and Felix Trinidad Senior and Junior. So it seems fathers are becoming more the trainers. And here's the problem with fathers becoming the trainers is that they don't know any media. I think, and sometimes they let it go too long, or or they cut it off too short because they're emotionally involved. Real quick, let me know. Yeah, you said it best. You said it best. It's sometimes you you know it you get clouded. At the end of the day, that is your son. But we have seen a, especially recently, Lomachenko last night. Uh, the Porters are, are a good, successful fighting family. Uh, Gary Russell's father is involved in his career, so mm -hmm. it really depends on the individual, and you know. It, and I, as a parent, Pedro, you could tell me this. There's nothing that brings you more joy than seeing your own succeed, you know. And 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 vicariously, I guess, are they living through their sons? 
Maybe, but their sons are not there without them. You know, you know, they're the ones that took them to the gym the first time. So there's that level of respect. And of course, it depends on the circle you keep around you. You know, who, who do they have in their ear uh, last, listening to what last, que- la- last question before I roll to a break here. Um, are, uh, Edgar Berlanga, 50 no, 15 wax, is Edgar the real deal or is he being fed, uh, the right guys? He's being fed the right guys. Absolutely. Um, Edgar, you know what? I'm not going to be a hater. The kid is 15 and 0, but he's fought stiffs i mean the guy he's still even if you break down that fight even his footwork is a little off he's full of a lot of uh was it piss and vinegar but i'm still not sold he, he needs to show me something it's a live opponent boxing's phd telling it like it is don't forget he appears exclusively on the saturday edition of ring talk live worldwide saturday 11 a.m pacific time boxing's only phd socrates palmer from the bronx thank you so much mr phd Thank you, my brother. You are tuned to Ring Time. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Next up, Shelly Williams. Who's that lady? We'll find out. Hey, travelers! Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and... I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. 
Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Having seen Ron Isley just a year ago, let me tell you, he still rocks and rolls uh, six years after coming into the business. I'm talking about Ron Isley of the Isley Brothers, of course, touring until the COVID-19 uh, epidemic took place. Straight up, my next is my next guest is quite a young lady, a superstar in the world of boxing. She's in everything. She's been commissioner. She's in the National Boxing Hall of Fame. What can I say other than introduce that lady is... Shelly Williams. How are you today, young lady? Oh, hello, Pedro. So good to speak with you. Long time no see, also. Long time no see. Of course, we used to see each other all over the place. Um, I, I got to ask you, you know, Hector Camacho, I mean, I love the macho man. He called my wife one time when my wife wouldn't let me talk to my daughter on the phone. I mean, he was, he was that, he, let me talk to her. Let me talk. He got on the phone when he heard me <laughs> screaming at her. And he, I mean, and he did stuff like that. I remember the other time he was all coked out in, 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 uh, in, in Bayamon, Puerto Rico. And he didn't want to come down for a fight. And we had an arena full of fans. And of course, if he didn't come down, this was a Harold Smith card. If he didn't come downstairs, I wasn't getting paid. So where I was in the arena, I had to go back to the hotel and beg him to come downstairs. Finally, he did come downstairs he went off and fought Jorge Vaca so I got paid and got to go home and feed my kid but the bottom line is Harold Smith <laughs> Harold Smith Hector Camacho I first asked you about the Hector, Harlem Heckler Hector Camacho what was he like to be around you're talking about Hector or Hector Smith? let's go with Hector first Hector oh Hector was the best you know I don't know if you remember Prince Ranch Resort which was a boxing training camp up here in Las Vegas by mm-hmm. Mount Charleston for yeah. for several years and Hector had spent many camps with us out there, and he was he was a handful, and he was there was never a dull moment. You never know what to expect, but he was always so full of love and had a hug and a kiss and a smile for everybody. I respected him so much. He had his demons that haunted him, but he always was about the love. Cocaine. It was the yes. co- I mean, I wanted it, 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 it just. You know, and it was so blatantly obvious. I mean, it just was. His skills started to diminish. Diminish. He went into a safety first fighter and things like that. And you know, he's not the only guy. I saw an expose on Sugar on uh, Julio Cesar Chavez this week, in which he went into a an hour and a half uh, admission where he said he was co- he was hooked on coke like all throughout his the thirties, like when he was from thirty years old to when he was forty years old. He was hooked on coke. He was nah. cocaine. He would go home and get high in his house the entire time. Anyway, Mount Charleston. Johnny Taco used to run me up that hill. I know. That hill was brutal. Mm. Brutal. That's where we had the, but that's where we had it there because it, it, these fighters, they forget sometimes about that road work. Gotta do your road work. Gotta do your road work. Shelly, that wasn't even fair though. That was like, that was torture. That was absolute torture. I know. It was cold. I mean, here's what's up. <laughs> and the thing is that you could usually say, well, screw it. I'll just slow down, right? Well, not as cold as it was. You had to keep going. Oh, yes, you did. Yes, you did get icicles on your eyelashes. I remember Bernard Hopkins did a camp with us out there, and I remember taking him up there and telling him, okay, now, look, Bernard, if you can just do these hills, you can beat Trinidad. He looked at me like, really? Really? And I said, yes, and he did, and he did. Yeah. <clears throat> that was just such a fun part time in my life to 
be uh, nose to nose and hand in hand with these wonderful champions. They were so respectful and so nice, and I was so young and early in the sport and was totally clueless, but they were nice to me anyway. Okay. Um, but, you, but you worked with just about everybody. I mean, Bramble, um, Livingstone Bramble. You know, Bramble came on the scene and he flashed off the scene real quick, but he beat Ray Mancini and he had a position to move into superstardom, and he just missed that, that step, didn't he? It was one step short. You know, he did. Bramble never did have an easy life in boxing. He sure, certainly didn't. He's still here in Las Vegas, and he's hanging in there. You know, he, like so many fighters, are suffering from uh, brain trauma and those terrible results as a result after life and boxing, after the lights go down and all the adulation has gone in, they're stuck with their brain damage, but there's nobody around to write them a check. Okay, now here's what's up. I was going to save the next segment for the brain damage with you. So, I mean, the okay. pugilist dementia, I promise you we're going to go into that in depth. Now, okay. Eddie, Futch, okay. Eddie Futch, I think is an anniversary just passed, his 20th anniversary of his passing just took place. Of course, you worked with Eddie Futch. Eddie used to tell me stuff that he didn't tell other people, and of course, I think he—I think he didn't mind me saying this stuff after he passed. But he was so—he was such a confident to an extent with me that I won't tell people, even though he's passed on what he said. You know what I mean? That's—that's that's how close I took him. And I'm not—I got a big mm-hmm. mouth, so if I'm willing to say that about Eddie, Eddie was special. Well, you know, I would take Eddie to the fights, and uh, Eddie at, at that point was, you know, pushing 90, mm-hmm. and uh, people didn't understand that he was a slight man anyway. He was small. Mm-hmm. He was a huge man of heart, but of stature, he was small, and people would come up and grab, pick him up, and throw him around, and they were just so happy to see him, but when you walked up, it was just like clear the, clear the way. You know, here comes Pedro, and Eddie received you, right. and I never knew. I, I never had to tell you, don't do that. Well, you, you, <laughs> you almost you almost bringing me to tears here because I will tell you, the, the the last time I saw him, he said to me, I said to him, he was in a wheelchair, and we we're outdoors in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. Some some fight Goosen was throwing. Let me get it together. Here. Some fight Goosen was throwing outside of uh, the main strip, and uh, he came in a wheelchair. Oh, it's a red lock. And, and yeah, mm-hmm. Eva Futch was pushing him in a wheelchair. So I went over to him out of concern, and I leaned over, and I talked to him in his ear, and I said, Godfather, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm in the wheelchair. Are you okay? He goes, yeah, it was just a long ways to walk. He goes, and then he grabs me by the arm. He goes, but, but, I'm, but I'm losing a little mentally. You know, in other words, oh. yeah, and he said that to me. Cause that, and when he was willing to confide in me like that, I said to myself, you know what? All the other stuff he's told me in his life about this boxer and that boxer, and probably I could say it now that he's passed away, that's going to be forever sealed. Eddie, Eddie Futch was, you know, when we went to his funeral, Barry Gordy was there. He trained Barry Gordy. Yes, he did train Barry Gordy. And Barry, Gordy still going, Barry Gordy's still going at 91 years old. Barry Gordy had given Eddie Futch a a gold Rolex watch, and then he had it engraved in the back, and Eddie wore that every single day, come hell or high water, he wore that watch, and we had... Um, we we had that watch presented to Joe Frazier. Do you remember that? Yep. It just wasn't a dry eye on the house. Yeah. <sighs> I'm just so glad that we had hit that last birthday party for him because, you know, when you're at that age, you just never know. As healthy as he was, you just never know. It was my greatest honor in all of my things that I've done in this sport to to be with Eddie Futch every day and to get to listen to Eddie Futch stories. He was such a wise man, and I learned so much. 
You know about I, life and about boxing. You know, Peyton Share was ninety four. Peyton Share, of course, the guy that put together the Buster Douglas Mike Tyson upset. Um, but he was ninety four, and I talked to him like a week before he died, and he was fine. But then a week later, he was gone. Anyway, let's talk about the O.J. Simpson uh, trial. You were uh, an assistant to Robert Shapiro, and you know, Marsha Clark and Christopher Dodden were sleeping together. And you know what they missed as far as evidence was concerned in that fight? I found out later by reading. You know what they missed? A bloody thumb, what? a bloody thumbprint on the gate of O.J. Simpson. They missed it. <laughs> they missed that. Now that would have been. Don't you think that would have been a sort of like a clincher? You think? Uh, yeah, you would think so. I mean, if it wasn't <clears throat> enough, anyway. Bottom line, you've been all over there. What was Shapiro like to work around? Oh, Bob was great. He was very, very good to me. It was again never. I always seem to work places where it's never a dull moment, but I guess I kind of thrive on that. He was a real boxing aficionado. He had a gym in his home, and he was always down at Wild Card Boxing Gym with Freddie Roach and the boys. He was a lot of fun to work for. Okay, I knew Bob ten years before that. I worked with him, but not for him. So when I moved back to L.A., I just called him, and, and he said, come on down, come back to work. I went, okay. It was, okay. It was good. I got a break in about a minute and a half. Harold Smith. Tell me about Harold Smith. Oh, Harold Smith. God rest his soul. I can't. I, I read what you wrote that he died, and I, my heart was crushed. I, I like you, was at the, that fight in Puerto Rico with Camacho. And, you know, talk about crazy. Everything was just crazy about Harold Smith. But he, again, had a big heart. Who knows what really happened with regard to the Wells Fargo debacle? I don't know. Oh, wait, wait. I'll tell you after the break. I'll tell you after the break. We're going to go to a break, of course. Shelly Williams will stick around with us. We'll talk about pugilistic dementia. Of course, the the, the suffering of concussions in boxing and combat sports in general. We'll get into, get into that in depth after I pry her on a couple other two things before we get to that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. Dance upon a string and if she wanna bring, I would give her anything if she would just do what I say. Come out my way, baby. Shine my Listen up, sports bettors. This is Hall of Famer Warren Sapp here to tell you about my favorite sports book, BetUS.com. Football, basketball, and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get down your bets. Just like me, BetUS is the Hall of Famer of online betting with more than 25 years in the biz. Join now. Get up to 150% in bonuses on your first deposit. I play at BetUS, and so should you. Call today at 1-800-69-BETUS. That's 1-800-MY-BETUS. Tell them Sapp sent you. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash but have bad credit or maxed out cards? Now you can get a personal loan for up to five grand, whatever your credit, with no paperwork. 27cash.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks. If you have a checking account and a regular income source, you can get cash in your account as soon as tomorrow. Type this into your smartphone or computer address bar. www.27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. 
Hey, what do you want to da da da? I don't know. What do y'all think we should da da da? Well, what did we da yesterday? Hmm, yesterday. All the dolls feel like the same doll these dolls. I know. Like, is today Monday or Tuesday? Today is Thursday. Oh no, I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh no, no. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. That won't change. Not to da or any da. Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I thought, I thought I would not come on the early rounds, but like I said, he brings excellent condition and he's determined. Why didn't you go after him to try to knock him out when you knocked him down early in the third round? I said, why get callous if I've been training for two months? Here's the, here's the knockdown. Describe it to us as you see it. Well, like I told Jimmy, the one two with you, I'm going to get him all the time. But uh, I wasn't going to get all excited and play myself cheap. I said, I'll knock him out early if it happens. If not... If it's necessary, I'll go 12 rounds, and I did. Did you go to school, so to speak, on what happened to Rosario when he knocked him down and then got knocked out himself? No, because I knocked out. I knocked down a lot of fighters that still took my time. I'm just getting seasoned through every fight, and I'm pound for pound. I'm the best fighter pound for pound in the world. Bring him on. Bring him on. Man, see me. I don't respect your opinion. Come on, baby. I can knock you out. Well, who are some of the hey, fighters? Not you could get some, baby. You could get some, too. Brian Booth, Jimmy Paul, Tommy Holmes, all your <laughs> Come on with it, baby. Yeah, buddy. 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 Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Hey, I saw a kid in Minneapolis fight once in Cincinnati. Little East Bay Soul coming back from the break. Check out their music at eastbaysoul.com. Of course, an original member of Tower of Power, Greg Adams, runs East Bay Soul. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. 37 years now, you're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. On the line from... Uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, Shelly Williams. Let me tell you some things about Shelly. She's been inducted to the National Boxing Hall of Fame in 2016. She's been inducted to the International Women's Boxing Hall of Fame in 2020. And, of course, she's done things like Riddick Bowe's PR stuff and Ken Norton's PR stuff. And, like, lots of guys. Ernie Shaver's been on this show in the past. And real quick, before we get into the pugilist dementia, I'll tell you a good little story about Ken Norton and Muhammad Ali, myself, Larry Holmes and George Foreman. Harold Smith has got me doing, well, you know, Harold's got me being the MC, the show forever. You know, mm-hmm. Harold's got you doing a thousand, <laughs> you know yep. what I'm trying to say, doing a thousand things. Yep. Plus, you're doing radio interviews and the whole time. I mean, Harold, 
Harold will put you to work. If you got talent, Harold will work it. Anyway, so we're putting Multitasking, together. the king of. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes, you were props. You were nothing but props in Harold's world. Anyway, so he, he puts together this, this, this presentation where the four heavyweight champions, as I said, Ali Holmes, Foreman and Norton are going to appear in Sacramento, California for a car dealership. And the car dealership paid Harold like 150 grand. They ended up going bankrupt on it, but they paid him 150 grand to pull this together. So anyway, so I get up there and, and, and there's animosity in the green room. And it's Ken Norton. And Ken Norton's really being a real turd with Ali. He's like showing him, you know, ugly faces and growling at him, this and that. And I'm saying to him, you know, Ken, man, let's, let's just try to chill on this. And he goes, I'll be him, I'll be him, and all that kind of stuff. So Ken was really a bit boorish. <laughs> that was okay? Kenny. I, he was being a bit boorish, okay? He was, man, well, let me tell you, he will laughs, laughs, he laughs best. Anyway, so he's going through his little emotional ordeals, and I've got these guys on some stairs. We're on a set of stairs, and we're going to open up this door, and I'm going to lead them out onto the stage. Okay, this dice. They're going to sit down and four microphones in front of them, the whole nine yards. So I guess we're on the I guess we're on the on the steps for about three or four minutes, and it's really getting tight, man. I mean, Norton's just being an a hole to say anything less. Okay, so finally, Ali looks over at him, and he says, "Ali roots his hand on his shoulder. He goes, you know, champ." That last fight, you might have got the better of it that night. And so what happens with Ken? Yeah, so Ken Norton shuts the F up in a heartbeat and starts crying. He starts crying right then and there. Crying? Tears start coming out of his eyes. He never thought he would hear that out of Ali's mouth. Don't you understand? Mm -hmm. That's what he lived for. He lived for Ali telling him, you won that fight. Yes. And he lived for that. And that was his moment of reckoning, per se. And we went out on stage, and, and he was the nicest little guy you can. He was docile from that point on. I mean, I'm telling you, sort of like he, he got everything. He, I mean, for 30 years he had screamed, 40 years he had screamed that he had been robbed against uh, Ali in that third fight. And Ali sort of, you know, sort of patted him on the back, said, you know, champ, you might have got the better of it that night. I saw that showed a lot of class on Ali, and he showed a lot that showed how emotional that Ken Norton was. You know, you notice he said "might have" and not "did." You notice yeah. Kenny was a Kenny was an emotional guy. He had a he had a very very a childlike heart. I loved him and I miss him. He anyway. Don't get me started on that. Okay, I can go into the all your other accolades, but man, your your resume is so long would like take me two hours. Um, let's talk about concussions. In the world of boxing, some people say that, you know, you get concussions of sparring and you don't know it and this and that. And then I had 52 amateur fights fought off and on for 19 years. So I only remember the one concussion I ever got was when Ernie Chavez spanked me in the National Golden Gloves in Las Vegas at the Showboat Hotel. He hit me so hard that when I hit the ground, my right ear hurt and he hit me on the left ear. <laughs> well, I can't get Buy any shavers, huh? Oh, yeah. Wait, that will take a mortal man out in a New York minute, won't well, it? Yeah, well, this is how hard he hit. So I, so, so I tell Meldrick Taylor this. I'm doing a Meldrick fight up in Sacramento, California. I'm doing some telecasts. So I go to Meldrick before the fight. I said, look, man, this guy Ernie Chavez can really punch with the right hook. I mean, he hit me so hard I didn't know what happened. And he's going, oh, blood, oh, blood, something, something like that, right? So after the fight, there he is with a towel on his face going, hey, who was it that told me this dude could punch? Yeah, and so Ernie Chavez could uh, Ernie Chavez could punch. But let's talk about pugilistic dementia. Can you explain to the listeners what it is? It's it's just a traumatic brain injury suffered by professional boxers, 
And getting back to what you were talking about, Eddie Futch, and the legacy of Eddie Futch, and I think that we all know part of his leg- legacy is stopping the fight against Muhammad Ali at the very end of the fight. Joe was furious because he knew his fight fighter had taken enough, if not a little bit too much. That will go down in history. So the, the moral of that, to me, is it's so important for a young fighter coming up to mm-hmm. vet the man who holds his life in his hand prior to making him his trainer. You have to trust this man that doesn't throw you in the ring like a pork chop for uh, 10%. That's such an important thing. And for these young kids, know the business end of boxing and know who really has your back and really doesn't have your back because the ravages are heartbreaking. And being here in Las Vegas, being in the fight game for 30 years, I see it every single day it's hit me on a personal level with people that were very very close to me and it just makes you want to cry every day but we do here have the Luruvo Center for Brain Health that's doing a wonderful job in trying to combat this disease the thing is you have to have these fighters have to have somebody as their ambassador to take them pick them up take them bring them there so that they can get their help because if they don't it's not a pretty picture for them for the rest of their life because the people don't care anymore. They're no longer a commodity. They're no longer making them money, and they're just put aside, and it's heartbreaking, Pedro. You've seen it. You know, it's, I'll tell you what's heartbreaking is that I get emotional when I think about some of these guys, and i got to stay straight here, but Hedgeman Lewis, every time I saw Hedge in Vegas, baby, when I was making money, I always slipped him a $100 bill. You know, I always I did. know you did. It was always, I mean, it was just part of the game. And when I, every time I saw him, I walked to him, and not that he was ever expecting him, but I walked to him, and I always made sure that he got the $100 bill because I thought that boxing, it did him wrong. It had done him wrong. He was one of Eddie Fletcher's very, very favorite fighters, and he, and he was managed by Ryan O'Neill, who took very good care of him as well. But still, but, you know, 30 years later, where is everybody? That's the thing. And losing Hedgeman uh, was so sad. You just wonder, well, what got him, COVID? Or did... No, 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 no. Hedgeman Lewis passed away by, 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 uh, we'll call him Alzheimer's. You know, we'll call it Alzheimer's. Bottom line is, he was in bad shape. It it has so many names, this malady. It has so many names. But I, I just can't say enough. Kids, vet. Your trainer. Don't let, just have some guy throwing a towel over his over his shoulder, saying, "Hey, kid, let me teach you how to fight." No, no. It's better to get one of the old school trainers. They care. You know, I, I. But there ain't too many of those old school guys left. And when I think of old school, I think of Jerry Quarry, and he, and you know that Jack Quarry was his father. And I watched him spar in 1967 after him losing a 10 round decision to my boxing mentor Eddie Machen. Um, in Los Angeles, the Olympic Auditorium, Eddie came up. I mean, Jerry and, and team came up to San Francisco to spar with with um, Eddie Machen to try to learn some stuff. I guess. Anyway, the bottom line was he sparred with no headgear, and 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 and, and they just they were they were brutes. So some of the old school guys are a little bit too crude. I thought that Jack Corey was rough on his kids. Mm, a lot of them are. It, it worked for Teofimo, didn't it? I mean, the father was brutal on him, but it seemed to have worked. And by the way, big props and congratulations to the new pound for pound king. So proud of that kid. I don't know what to do with myself. You, you know, I remember when my mother. He, he's told- walking right up those stairs of boxing elite and royalty. He really is. Watch him. He's only 23. He's a baby yeah. to have that level of maturity. 
I hope he gets in, gets out. You know, gets in, gets all the glory he needs, and gets out and raises his uh, his children down the line. You know. You know, you know, I was fortunate enough to have good trainers, but I also had my mother, and she saw me lose my first fight because I got tired. You know what she said to me? You're not going to embarrass me again. You're not going to get tired. She, so she became my running coach. No, she was a track star in high school until smoking took over. So she became my running coach, and there was my mom honking the horn, smoking cigarettes while I was doing road work. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, it, it did. Worked. It, it, so you it, had somebody in your corner that cared. Another thing I want to bring up is is know your matchmaker. Know your matchmaker. I uh, I recently noticed that BoxRec is putting the amateur record down as well as the professional record when it comes time to manage uh, manage a fighter on this end or be a matchmaker on the other end. That's so important that to ask the question. You know, all managers ask the question: What was the opponent's Amateur career. Sometimes these kids are a pro debut pending. Yeah, they've had a hundred amateur fights and won all but three. <laughs> and then your kid is put in there like a pork chop and could get killed. Ever since this happened to Greg Page, when Greg Page died, he he lived, of course, another six or seven years after he his brain injury. Yeah. That day, I had pro- close to two hundred, maybe or so, fighters, men and women fighters on a registry and I was doing matchmaking that day I closed the book I stopped I never did it again I couldn't you know I, I saw Greg at that thing we did with him and Gerald McClellan up there in, in I think Rockport Illinois and, and that was tearful but you know what Greg was joking always to the end and he, he was Greg was a lot of fun to be about may he rest in peace hey another guy that I came in contact with that you know is Cuba Gooding Sr. okay I know both Cuba <laughs> Sr. and Cuba Jr. now Cuba Ju- Cuba Sr. is doing his thing over at uh uh, at Yoshi's over in, 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 in Oakland, California, and I know the um, the security guys, so they're letting me in to talk to all these guys, blah, blah. So we're talking. He wants to talk about boxing and, of course, his son. So then when I interview his son, I said, you know, um, your father spent about 15 minutes on stage with a one-hour show talking about you, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, all he wanted to talk about was his father and boxing. So Huba Gooding Sr. was a character. He was a character. I mean to tell you, a bona fide certified character. Oh. He would sometimes I have to say, take it down a notch, Cuba. You're hurting my ears. He just got so passionate. He'd be talking about making a peanut butter sandwich, and he'd be screaming it. He jet that was Cuba. God rest his soul. Yes, sir. If I had, to I went you- to a fight with him one time. Oh Lord, have mercy. Oh, what a night. If I had what to put night. you on the spot in sixty seconds, what was the what was the greatest time you've you've had in boxing? I'd have to say the quiet time I spent with the late, great Eddie Futch. There's just no other like him. Wow. You know what? You, you ended the show on a perfect note. You really did. You're a champion, Princess, in a whole lot of ways. I respect you like I respect few people. And that means in bo- whether it's in boxing or the world at large. So I wish you continued success, good luck, and anything I can do for you, just reach out, okay? Thank you so much for having me on. Much love to you, Pedro. Bye-bye now. The great Shelly Williams, folks. The diva. Who's that lady? You just found out on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You say you even thinking about dying? Well, before you do anything rash, dig this. Everybody plays the fool sometimes. There's no exception.
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. If you ever saw Shelly Williams, you want to get next to her. So I thought that was pretty cool. We came back with this tune. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing. What a warm lady. She just is. I mean, she's just sunshine 24-7. That's Shelly. There's no doubt about that. I remember we were in Antigua and for that Tim Witherspoon fight. And the, uh, the, the started raining and we were in this outdoor arena and the wind started blowing the lights from over the ring around. And you know, I mean, the lights are going back and forth. A couple of light bulbs are popping from the rain. I kid you not. That was a bit of, that was a bit of a weird night. It was a ring announcer, I think, and the color commentator, of course, as I said, working for Harold Smith. This day, 
in boxing history. Of course, uh, wow, Tommy Hearns was born in Memphis, Tennessee in 1958, which the hitman the best. Of course, the four-division world champion. Richie Sandoval, born in 1960, of course, down in Southern California. Um, <clears throat> also today in boxing history, wow, Michael Nunn knocked out Donald Curry to retain the title. Of course, that was in uh, Paris, Illinois, I believe, in 1990. And in Atlantic City, New Jersey. I saved Tommy Morrison's life. Yeah, I know he would later, later die of AIDS, but I saved his life on this day in 1990 when I jumped up from my seat. I was eight rows from the ring, and I ran across uh, up to the ring and, sailed, and yelled at Larry Hazard, the athletic commission director, to stop the fight, stop the fight, stop the fight. That's how many punches that Tommy Morrison had taken from Ray Mercer unanswered before you know, the fight was stopped because Hazard stopped the fight. The referee, Tony Perez, wanted no part of it. But if you look at that video, you see me running from uh, across the ring, across the ring from Hazard, getting his attention, and he stopped the fight. So Tommy Morrison, I saved his life, and he would later go on to die from HIV and complications from that. But straight up, he was sort of a fun guy to be around. A bit reckless, no doubt about that. That's what led to his demise, but he was a bit fun to be around. Of course, the Duke was the alleged grandson, grandson, something like that. John Wayne. Straight up, you've been tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I want to thank the Godfather Larry Merch. I want to thank Socrates Palmer. Tiafimo Lopez, the takeover is taking over. There's no doubt about it. The takeover is here. Check us out. Our podcast at anchor.com. Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The podcast at anchor.com. Until next time, we kick some ass today, as did Tiafimo Lopez. <laughs>